How are you feeling about Christmas this year? It's going to be a wee bit different, isn't it, in light of coronavirus and uh, not being able to see all the family that we would like and so on. Quite frustrating uh, and, uh, and a very unusual Christmas, perhaps, for you this year. The first Christmas was a most unusual time, a most unexpected time, not something that people were prepared for in many ways. Although we've heard at the beginning of our service from Isaiah that this was all set to happen, this was all made known, and if we were to read through the rest of the Old Testament, we would find many different prophets speaking about what is to happen in Bethlehem in Judea. And so, as we come to this story, I I want to ask, are you amazed by the Christmas story at Christmas time? The way that we react to things tells us about how important we think they are, doesn't it? Think about Christmas morning that's coming up. What we want to see when people open the presents that we give and receive is happiness, joy, amazement. I can't believe that you thought of this for me. What we don't want to see is people just chucking the present in the corner, not interested, just move on to the next box to open. That says they don't value the present that we've spent time buying for them. We want amazement. We want happiness. We want thanksgiving and joy. Not so that we can feel good, but so that we can know that they appreciate the thing that has been bought, the gift that's been given. As we come to this Christmas story and we read about the shepherd's reaction to the birth of Jesus, there is astonishment at every level. They're astonished that the angels appeared in the field at night. Well, you would be if an entire army of angels just popped into existence round about you and started to tell you that God has sent his son into the world. The one you've been waiting for for thousands of years is here and he's just down the hill. Go and see him. He's been born in Bethlehem. And as they go and and see Mary and Joseph and this amazing baby that's been born, they're filled with wonder and with awe. And they tell Mary and Joseph, and they're filled with amazement and wonder. As much as they're probably really tired, and probably really thankful that the baby's been born safely and everyone's okay. They're just all astonished at what's happened. And as we come to the Christmas story and we hear their reaction, we have to realize that they're not just astonished that angels have appeared, or that a baby's been born, but that they understand this is God's Savior come into the world. Their world, like our world, is full of suffering and sickness, the fear of death, difficulties between people that is caused by sin where we argue and rebel and hate and are violent. All of this comes as a result of sin and all of this God has said in His Word will be dealt with by His coming Savior, His King, His Son. And so as the shepherds hear about it, and as Mary and Joseph hear about it, and as all the people in Bethlehem hear about it, when the shepherds go and tell everyone the good news, they're all astonished. They're all amazed that first Christmas. Because God's Savior has come for them. To save them. And it's Bethlehem. It's a tiny little town that no one cares about in the middle of nowhere. In a small nation at the end of the Mediterranean. And so, as we come to this Christmas story, I want to challenge you this Christmas time. What is your reaction? You've maybe seen a dozen nativity plays, heard this story dozens and dozens and dozens of times, but consider it for a moment afresh this year. God has sent His Son, God in the flesh, 
someone who is perfect, who has never done anything wrong to take your place for all of the things that you do wrong. To, to take all of that upon himself. And then 33 years later, to die for it on a cross. To pay for it fully, completely, so that you can be set free from all of the things, the punishment for all of the things that you have done wrong. Is that not amazing? Can you understand the amazement of the shepherds and of the parents at that first Christmas? And can you feel that amazement yourself that God would go to that length for someone like you? In Ladywell, in Livingston, in West Lothian, in Scotland. Wonderful place to be, but not the be-all and end-all of anywhere. A bit like Bethlehem in Judea, in the, the, the part of the Roman Empire that the Romans saw as being a burden more than anything else. Do you feel the amazement that God would go to that length? Prophesied hundreds of years before all of history focused on that moment for you and for me, that He might be glorified in us being set free from the sin that enslaves us in our own lives, that we might be given joy and satisfaction in knowing our God because He sent His Son. It's all been done that He might be glorified and that we might be free. Is that not an amazing thing? So as you hear the Christmas story again this year, as we look towards Christmas and a celebration of the birth of Jesus, it's not humdrum. It's not ordinary. It's the most astonishing, most amazing news that you and I will ever hear. God has come for you to rescue you. And will do so freely. As Mary and Joseph, as the, the shepherds, as all of the other characters in the Christmas story had to do, they had to go. They had to come to Jesus, go down to Bethlehem, see what has happened. And God says to you today, to come to me, see what I have done, be amazed by it and be transformed. And then go and tell others. Are you amazed this Christmas? You should be. And I pray that you are as you hear this Christmas story all over again. Amen.